<laughs> Welcome to DJ Podcast. My name is Dave. Uh, David James. Uh, that was you coming in on a motorboat. <laughs> That's what it is. That's how I brought you guys here today. <laughs> it's just a silly way I like to do it. Um, this this episode is going to be called uh, "Coming Back Down to Earth," and it's and it's and it's because um, I think part of discovering yourself is also trying to um, prove yourself wrong. Right, uh, Stephen Hawking. I th- once said, after he proves string theory, his next goal is to disprove string theory. Right, and it's because the best way to prove yourself right is to also try and prove yourself wrong, which is kind of an interesting concept. Um, and I, I just want to take you kind of back to about uh, today is November nineteenth, twenty twenty three. And I want to take you back to about a year and uh, three months ago, where I had, hold on. So, I it, it goes back to like I said about a year and a few months ago, where it kind of it kind of all started with with what I call now a vision. You know, I, I used to just call it the dream, but now now it's a vision, and. Um, <laughs> I call it I call it a, a, a daydream at the time because I was I was most definitely aware, but I was um, kind of in that moment where yeah I, yes I was high I know I was on marijuana at the time, but you know I'm just being transparent with you so you have like the whole spectrum of what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I was definitely in a mode where if you clapped your hands really loud or said Dave or shook me, I would probably be startled awake. And what felt like what felt like four hours to me, kind of like a four hour vision was probably only like 15 minutes. And it was a vision of me evolving into my soul. <laughs> And that's how that's how it all started. And um, after this vision happened, I, I just had this moment where I felt like I must get oracle cards. I must get tarot cards. Like I must start exploring something. And 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 maybe maybe it was just like the stress of the time. I was going through divorce, trying to find a new place to live. Um, you know, it's just just everything. Stressing you out that my job, uh, back then, um, I, I think that's when I was kind of, kind of first worried about my mom dying, and she did pass away in May, uh, man, May of this year, twenty. Uh, it's now currently, like I said, uh, November twenty twenty three. So, man, that that time flew by so fast, fast with 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 her passing away. You know, a lot of stuff was going on in my life during this time. So this could just been all the stress of my life pu- pushing me this way. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I guess it was my newfound spirituality. Um, I might even call it, it maybe it was a download. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get into that a little bit further. But anyways, this was so strong in my mind. I have a friend, I have a friend who's a real nice guy. Um, we we I shoot pool with them. Uh, he's got a family, uh, kids. He's a real, he's a programmer. So he's a real um, 
mathematical, show me the facts type of guy. And I was I was always like that too. I would say that's where uh, my my straight atheism tended from was show me the facts, prove to me all this stuff in the Bible's real. All these crazy stories, Noah's Ark, um, uh, the parting of the Red Sea. Show me all this stuff is real or possible, and how come we can't do it now? Da 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 da. da. I don't want to get really big deep into like trying to disprove religion on this on this podcast. That's not anywhere near my goal, so I'm not I'm not even going to go real into it. But if you if you talk to someone who is a very scientific mind and very um, facts, factual data driven. That, that's who that's who I am, right? If you can't show me something that can link anything to anything, uh, it's it's hard for me to believe it. It's hard for me to believe it. And um, basically, basically, I was talking to this guy, and I and and it was so. Uh, we're, 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 we've been friends for, for about a year, I would say probably, probably right around this time me and him started becoming better friends, uh, hanging out with him every other weekend, if not every weekend, just shooting pool. Um, it was kind of like when I need a day to, to relax, but not, yeah, I'm not trying to go out and meet a, meet a, meet a female. I'm not trying to go out and and do anything like that i just kind of need a day now even on this day i could meet somebody but on this but on these days i hang out with him it's really just about um (laughs) talking to someone familiar being friends with someone um and and i threw this (laughs) i threw this dream at him and you know he he just kind of accepts what I say as whatever I say. I, I think he's often skeptical of what I say, but I like I liked his I like his skepticalness because it makes me it makes me be very skeptical of of what I believe. Which is which can be <laughs> which can be a good thing, right? To be skeptical of what you believe in and dive down and trying trying to prove yourself wrong will help you prove yourself right. Because if you can't prove yourself wrong, and you do experiments and stuff to to go against what you think, you're either gonna you're either going to determine the truth about what you believe, or you're going to to reconfirm what you already think, right? You're 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 either going to solidify what you already think is true. By by proving, hey, these experiments do not do not um, do not align with with um, the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like if you're not trying to prove yourself wrong and you're only and you're only taking what you think is right to be right, you could be spouting um, falseness. And, and what's your what's your belief? Why why do you believe in this falseness? Well, if you can bounce back and say, or why do you believe in the truth? Um, if if someone keeps asking, why do you believe in this? Why do you, what's your evidence of this? Then you could come back and say with some sort of um, informative intelligence, right? You can take a theory. You can take a theory that you have in your mind and say, look, I did these experiments to try and prove myself wrong. 
And every time I tried to prove myself wrong, it came up right. But I finally said it in a way that makes sense. There we go. <laughs> so he asked me, he goes, look, I want you to try and come up with something, with something that says that what you're saying um, can be true. And I was telling him, here's what I was telling him, that we evolve into our souls and this was this was before I started listening to Bashar. This was before, um, uh, you know, the TikTok algorithm grabbed me with with the spiritual stuff. This was just literally me coming up with these thoughts. Right, these thoughts I felt like were coming out of nowhere. Like it's just like it's just like um, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's just like. Where are these thoughts coming from? Well, it's to me, it all extends from that one day. That the, the, I call it the day I had the dream, right? And and the vision, the vision came across, and it was so vivid. It wasn't a dream. This is how I know it wasn't a dream. It was the most vivid thing I've ever dreamt. <laughs> it was the most vivid, vivid thing I ever ever seen in my life. And I literally felt like it was like a four hour, um, like, like a class, <laughs> like, but it, it was, it was all in imagery. It was all in images that I understood. It, it was, I can't even describe the images anymore. There, it's all kind of faded away. And, but the one part of it that continued with me was, um, find, your soul, your soul, you are evolving. You are evolving into your soul. That 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 was like the main, the main theme that came at it. And so when when these things, <clears throat> so then naturally, so I took I took this guy up on on kind of on kind of his own thought. <laughs> like, hey Dave, tell me something. Tell me something that. That um that is kind of like scientific. So <laughs> randomly, of course, your phones are always listening to you and all this. All of a sudden, I start getting um TikTok videos of quantum entanglement and quantum mechanics and quantum physics and uh, stuff like that. So I I got. I got kind of like um, a, a quick clip of quantum uh, entanglement. Most people understand. Can you explain quantum entanglement communications? <laughs> yes, I don't think most people understand what I'm about to say anyway, <laughs> but I will. Um, the way quantum entanglement works is that you can take two particles, quantum entangle them, and then take those two particles and move them at any distance in the cosmos. And let's just say, for example, if you quantum entangle two electrons and you have them spinning in the same direction, and then you take one of those electrons and you shoot that thing out 100,000 light years from the original. If you then rotate the spin on the one electron, if you, if you modify it so that it's spinning, 
spin changes, the quantum entangled electron at any distance will simultaneously in no time switch its rotation also because they're quantum entangled. So these communication systems are taking advantage of this aspect of quantum mechanics that most people can't wrap their heads around and this is what they're utilizing. It's just the new level of science that affords us the ability to communicate at any distance instantaneously. So if we take that clip, so first off, it's it's important to just kind of understand that um, quantum entanglement allows you to communicate over vast different distances. So it's it's that that that's part of it. Like if you do something to a um, <clears throat> kind of a yin, the yin and the yang. Um, if you do something at this part of the universe. You can control something in an entirely different part of the universe, and then just recently, it um, this this kind of discovery. Here's another sound clip. Crazy to me. There's actually scientific proof that humans are not physical beings, and that in fact, nothing in our universe is physical or solid. This is a picture of a quark. So quantum physics tells us that everything is fundamentally made up of atoms. Everything in our universe is made up of atoms that are made up of electrons, neutrons, and protons. And protons and neutrons are made up of quarks. And electrons are made up of leptons. But what are quarks and leptons made of? They're made of nothing. Quarks and leptons are just pure energy. Quarks and leptons are fast-moving points of pure energy. They're made up of literally nothing. They are nothing. So that means that at the fundamental core of the atom, and therefore at the fundamental core of everything in our universe, there is no material there. It's just pure energy. It's energy vortices. You are just energy vortices. Energy is only there. She was quoting Einstein. Created nor destroyed. So this energy that is you and that is everything persists forever. It is immortal. So this means that you're not just a temporary flesh sack that lives for 80 years and then dies forever. You are the same energy as everything in our universe. So this means that humans are purely eternal spiritual beings and that the physicality and solidity of everything is just an illusion. You are an immortal divine being and next time you feel alone just know that you can't be alone because you literally are one with everything because you are everything this is so crazy to me there so there there's so there is all of a sudden all this information flooding into my phone whether the 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 tiktok algorithm is just that fucking good or what I, I i don't know but a lot of this stuff i was thinking um and seeing and having visions about i i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't saying it out loud i wasn't like talking about it out loud until that one night with uh, my friend playing pool he was the first person i said it out loud to and then um it's like up oh, here it is here's some information on quantum mechanics quantum physics uh, these quarks, these leptons, it's like, hold up, wait a minute, <laughs> uh, why does all this all of a sudden match into exactly what I've been experiencing, exactly what I've been hearing and seeing, um, 
you know, because I, I originally I originally started listening to this Bashar guy and um, at first all the videos I, I saw from him, all the sound clips I saw from him were basically just these these raising your vibration, raising your frequency, right doing this, parallel everything's parallel universes, changing your frequency changes what what, what universe you, you see. Your physical reality is really just um, is really just a projection. Um, you know, we are living it. We are experiencing it. It's not saying that that physical reality isn't real. It's saying that real, re, you are actually really just an energy source. Kind of, you know, that that that's kind of all you all you really are. And physical reality is the dream. Like maybe we are literally living the dream. That's what physical reality is. And then the spiritual reality is more of you. But then I'm not saying that the physical that the spiritual reality is all that you are. Because without the physical reality, it's <laughs> you got to combine both halves. Your physical reality and your um, spiritual reality in order to get 100% of you, right? Because your your physical your spiritual reality is saying, "Hey, Dave, go out there and 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 experience this. You go out there and experience this. You got billions and billions and billions of 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 creatures, um, uh, aliens, interdimensional beings, everyone here on the planet." Uh, um, it, it takes billions of creatures to to experience the entire universe that that is that is kind of what that is kind of what um, the highest self the all the all that is the one the all uh, God if you want to um, basically created all this stuff and goes boy now I need to now I need to explore everything <laughs> boy, this is so crazy how am I gonna do this? Uh, we're gonna need billions of infinite universes, infinite galaxies, infinite timelines, infinite uh, uh, this and that, um, and just putting it together. And um, here you are on this planet, experiencing this one tiny moment. And yeah, it's real, but it's being controlled by your spiritual realm. It's being controlled by your spiritual reality. So anyways, so me and my friend are playing pool and I start to, um, he, he challenges me with this, uh, kind of like proof to him, but in a way it just proved to me like, boy, this stuff is starting to come together. It's starting to make sense. Yada, 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 this and that. <laughs> and then, of course, of course, out of all this, all of a sudden, um, we started hearing, we started, uh, stop talking. You know, I started hearing, um, um, I gotta pull up another sound bite here one second. I came across a book written by Lissa Royale, yeah. or Royal, yes, yes. Uh, called The Visitors Within, yeah. and it's describing using, um, what was formerly called uh, alien abduction or ET visitation yes. as a evolutionary tool, both individually and collectively. It and is. That, 
Yes. It is an evolutionary tool as part of the hybridization agenda for Earth evolving into the sixth hybrid race. Wow. Yes. Um... I'm sorry, was that a lot to drop on me? Yeah, no, no, it, yeah. Uh, the beings that you call the grave, that you say are involved in the so-called abduction experiences that have used DNA to create hybrid beings. Are most of you familiar with that at least? Yes. The idea to understand is that the greys are not actually aliens. They are mutated humans from a parallel earth that destroyed itself. They could no longer reproduce. They had to tunnel into other parallel realities such as yours where viable human DNA still existed in order to perpetuate their society. In the process of doing that, they created different hybrid races of which my civilization is one. The idea though is that there are also children, hybrid children that have been created that will eventually also be brought to earth to live among you. Over the time that passes from that moment forward, there will be more and more blending between the humans and the hybrids until such time as the natural evolution of your planet that you've all chosen to participate in, thank you very much, will be that you become the sixth hybrid race. We are the third. Wow. So, did that help? <laughs> that did help, yes. All right. It's obviously a longer explanation than that, but we'll keep it brief for So, am I correct in understanding that Using the formula yes. fully and precisely. precisely and consistently across the board yes. would naturally culminate in what on our planet is archetypally described as Christhood. Yes. That's, yeah. You will expand the Christ consciousness, the Buddha nature, the Krishna spirit, whatever you want to call it, within yourself and align with that archetypal consensus vibrational level. Yes. That's the so-called second coming, is the realization of the Christ consciousness within each of you. Boy, and um, yeah, when I first heard that, I was like, taken aback. You know, just kind of like, oh boy, Dave, boy, you're listening to um, this guy, Daryl Anka. And I think I'm going to do one more very quick soundbite in a second here. But it's like, boy, I'm listening to this guy, Daryl Anka, and he is, um, <laughs> he's either crazy or he's right, you know. But I kept saying to myself, um, if he's, if he's not crazy, boy, this is exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. Uh, and, and he goes on to saying that we're gonna we're gonna meet aliens, um, have a major contact event. That's the way he he phrases it. Somewhere between twenty twenty seven and twenty thirty three. So we'll, I guess we'll find out, right? But at the base of it, it's kind of like, boy, though, all the spirituality stuff, all the other messages that he's saying. Um, it sounds good. It feels good. And I, I kind of had a panic attack moment where it's like, am I am I going into a cult? Like, is this no? No, he's not looking for followers. And and Bashar will even say himself, if you don't want it, he'll he'll say among a bunch of times, if you don't want it, then don't you don't have to you don't have to believe it. If you don't want to believe it, don't like like he's not gonna waste time on you 
if you don't want it. But then I'm trying to, I'm also trying to hear it like, like, oh, is he trying to push a new religion on me? Like, where's the cultiness? And it's like, no, none of this is culty. None of this is, is, is something like I inherently, um, um, dangerous sounding, you know, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. So, so I am pulling apart. I'm pulling apart. I'm taking it uh, for what it is, and for what you could really say. And and since trying to just live my my highest excitement, and since trying to do all that, I've been feeling um, I've been feeling better about myself. And um, things had been falling in line and, and stuff like that. Uh, so so. When it all comes together, it's like if I take this and even if I create my own spirituality out of it, that's fine with me. And then all these things about aliens and hybrid races. Hey, look, we, we've seen the UFO sightings. The U.S. government came out and said, yeah, basically um, the Roswell crash was, was true. Yeah, they do have um, alien spaceships and alien technology at area 51 you know that was the the government announcing it that there's um non-human biologics were found at this at this crash um like i said this all came out it's it's and that's our government saying yeah yeah there's there's aliens yeah some of these some of these videos of um alien spacecraft are actually things that we can't explain (laughs) Right, they're they're looking at all these cases and 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 whatever of of UFO sightings and videos and stuff like that. Videos taken from um, United States um, United States um, Air Force uh, planes. You know, you know, they're they're trying to follow these orbs and these spears and and it was called uh they they described it as a tic tac a flying tic tac not talk <laughs> you know it's like that this this device is moving with no propulsory um um no no propulsion it's just it's just in the air it's just suspended in the air and then it's f- flying in a different direction it's flying faster than our F16 fighter pilots and so it's like, yeah, there's aliens. They're visiting Earth. They're watching us. They're they're observing us, and it it, it is it is kind of like coming back to it all. Why are they watching us? Why are they looking at us? Why why are they doing this? And it's it's kind of like, huh, boy, I'm seeing the physical evidence right in front of me. I'm seeing all this stuff. All this information is coming back at me. Um, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, uh, qu- quantum entanglement. Um, it's like wow. And it, all of a sudden, it, it to me it it does make sense. It makes sense that we could be part of the six hybrid race. <laughs> Um, because all of a sudden there is a moment in evolution. There's a moment in time when, when, when all of a sudden it's like, yep, oh, here's a human race, and they are just dominating, uh, dominate over the other Homo sapien races that were evolving at the time, the nomads and all this, and all of a sudden out of nowhere. 
here's humans, and we're just technologically like jumping. You know, you realize that we we went from riding horses and buggies back in 1860s um, to 1960s, 1969, going to the moon, landing on the moon. And um, yes, the moon landing was real for any of the people out there who try to argue that flat earthers can can go away. <laughs> what's what's on side B? Meaning, I the only thing I have to say to flat earthers is um, take a paper plate, draw the picture of of the globe of how you see it, draw a picture of the planet and how you see it. And then I want you then turn the paper plate over and tell me what's on the other side. Okay, just, just please. Yes, the moon landing was real. The earth is round. Stop stop trying to fool me with this um, bad science experiment of flat earthers and, and the moon landing being faked. And all birds aren't real. <laughs> yeah, there's all these conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Those are the real distractions. So stop, stop trying to fool yourself with that anyways so this next this next sound clip is Daryl Anka it's not Daryl Anka channeling as Bashar it's him um, <clears throat> this is directly him he, he's not claiming to be channeling so I, I just I just want you to hear and it it's really not so much about trying to prove that Bashar is real because I can't do that right what we did demonstrate scientifically, I think probably for the first time that I'm aware of, is that the channeling state is a true altered state. And so the EEG uh, readouts were definitely demonstrating that a lot of unusual things are going on in the brain when people are in a channeling state. And channeling is a natural thing all of us do. Right. Whenever anyone is truly following their passion, they're not experiencing the passage of time, you're probably in a channeling state, which is, as we discovered in the EEG test, um, between 40 and 100 cycles per second in the brain, which is a state called gamma. Mm -hmm. And in that state, some unusual things are happening. Uh, one of the most unusual we found was when people are growing up and they, their brain starts absorbing information, it goes to a certain frequency point and it generally stops. And that's called the set point in the brain. And what that means is your brain is kind of like taking snapshots of reality at a certain rate. Now, mine in general was nine uh, hertz, nine frames per second, uh, which is a typical amount of, you know, rate of, of absorption. That set point is, according to our science, and everything we know about brain science up to this point is not supposed to change over the course of your lifetime. And certainly, if it ever did change, it would have to take place over a long period of time or be instigated by some sort of brain trauma or some major thing that would happen to the brain to change that set point. Right. But what we discovered is that when I go into the channeling state, it changes in seconds mm -hmm. and goes from nine to 10 to 11 to wherever it needs to go to represent whatever it is hurts. he's either doing in terms of sending information Nine, ten, eleven hertz, or listening to the information someone else is asking him about. And it actually goes higher when he's listening than it does when he's talking. Oh, interesting. And so one yeah. of the things the uh, technician right. uh, took from that 
was that there is a higher focus, a higher concentration of attention given to when he is actually listening to someone talk because he's assessing all of the things that are going on in that statement in terms of their emotional level, in terms of the real intention behind asking the question, uh, and many other aspects. So there was, there was that. Uh, one other unusual thing was there is a portion of everyone's brain that is responsible for processing your personality mm -hmm. so that you can express yourself as the person you are. During the channeling state, that portion of the brain shuts off completely. Oh. So, who's talking? Right. So your your personality's gone. My personality is gone mm. during that state, um, and there are many other things that are happening, including a very heightened sense of connectivity. See, a lot of people think it's actually a trance state. It's not a trance state. Right. It's a state of heightened connection, so that more associations are being made, more connections are being made faster, um, and so there is a higher rate of processing information organizing information and delivering information uh, from a very, very precise, high-level frequency. Uh, so many different things we were able to demonstrate are happening in the channeling state that are highly unusual. Is this something you're going to continue to research? Yeah, more? we will. We'll, we'll look for other ways to, you know, uh, get that data Nice as well. Yeah, looking, looking. So anyways, after I heard Daryl Anka say, and it, Daryl Anka is a he. He's helped produce and um, <clears throat> design movies like Green Lantern and a lot of the Marvel movies and stuff like that. He's very he's a very intelligent guy. Um, he's he's the brother of uh, Paul Anka. Um, but when I heard him say what you just heard him say, it's kind of like, all right, there's a little bit more scientific evidence. To point towards what he's he's claiming, right? And um, <laughs> sorry about some of the sound quality. I, I'm dealing with recording off of the thing, and I'm trying to change the 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 gain level on my microphone and monitor it on the screen. So hopefully, hopefully that comes out clearly. I think I got uh, the portion of it that I wanted you to hear. But he starts off saying he can't prove that Bashar is real. It was a very, very quick part in, in the in the in the beginning of it, um, but when he did these EKGs or the um, his EK yeah E E E G E E G brain scan, it's like hey we got some results from it. So anyways, so <laughs> and and what's interesting about all this is of course. Of course, um, seeing, um, liking, and following, and and seeing all these different Bashar clips, all of a sudden I start getting other channelers. Um, there's a female channeler that I like. Um, I don't see her as often as as I do um, the the Daryl Anka stuff because he's kind of like the the famous one. He's he's the one that that people go and see. It's weird how all these all these stories match up in a line, and then um, I also started getting lots of videos on uh, people doing past life regression um, hypnosis, and 
those stories they, they they're coming up with the same with the same stories of of and they're recording these past life hypnotic sessions are recordings of people um and maybe I should put some of these clips up there eventually I don't think right now I got enough clips on this episode I think but um and but anyways this girl is saying <laughs> uh doing these past life regression hip- hypnosis with people and a hundred thousand people you know it's like have 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 gone under these things and not just her but multiple people do these these um past life regression things a famous one is dolores cannon and, and you know of course there's a bunch of people who immediately say oh she's she's a quack there's the quack everyone there's always the skeptics there's always the people this guy's a quack that guy's a quack but it's weird how like when you listen to the recordings of the people who are under the hypnosis they're saying the same thing. They're describing living on on parallel in parallel universes, other worlds, other planets than planet Earth. Uh, they they describe being other beings, <laughs> and it's it's almost like where is this coming from, right? They're getting into this hypnotic state. They're going into this hypnosis. And describing being on a different planet and describing being in these in these areas. And it's kinda like okay, where is all this coming from? So at the very least, I have to say that I am convinced that there's parallel universes. I am convinced that um our souls live forever. I am convinced that the the energy, meaning our souls, our life force, our consciousness, our personality, um, is a forever being. A a a soul is a forever being, and I I don't think I I really really don't think that you could ever destroy a soul. I don't think it can ever completely go away. And so, when I break it down into some things that I feel just must be. Right? When I say there must be parallel universes, there must be that. There just has to be. Um, it just it just seems it just seems impossible for for that not to be happening. So maybe maybe changing my frequency, changing my vibration, maybe all that is true. Like maybe I can uh, completely find. Um, my my spirituality here, and and eventually become somebody who can um time jump, <laughs> dimensional jump, and you know what's strange about it? It might not ever happen in this lifetime. See, wouldn't that be interesting? That I'm actually setting up my future self, like without me doing this, my future self, um, a different version of. Uh, not even a different version of me, my consciousness, my soul, um, <laughs> experiencing, um, I, there, there's a version of me experiencing a, a, a the futuristic um, version of what I'm doing right now. And if it wasn't for me finding this, this, this spirituality, he wouldn't be able to, to time jump. <laughs> 
and wouldn't be able to do this. Right? There's there's even there's even a thing in this whole thing where where your future self um <laughs> there's there's this uh someone said, "Oh, your future self can negotiate your past self being inducted by aliens." But it's it's to and they're the ones who signed the contract. They're the ones who signed you up for it. But it's to ensure that they exist, right? Without the experience that you're having now, they don't exist. So it's 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 not time travel. It's influencing. Um, it's not time travel because all of time is happening right now at the exact same time. So when Daryl Anka or Bashar says that he's a futuristic um, hybrid humanoid, he's not actually talking you two from the future. And Daryl Anka even explains this in, a, in, in his interview. He's not talking to us from the future because everything is happening here and now in our current time frame. It's just that the frequency that everything is happening in, the vibration that everything is happening in, the moment in time that everything is happening in is another parallel universe and all this is happening. And um, <laughs> so he's really, they're really talking to us from a different uh, dimension where his reality is real. And uh, Bashar and his, uh, in the, Bashar and his group, uh, his species, is is trying to. Um, there, there's going to be a moment where humans destroy this planet, and to me, that's like, well, yeah, that's what it seems like. We're lining up, but there's a fork. There's a fork in a road where if they get us on this page, if they get us on the same page to raise our frequency, and to become the sixth hybrid race, um, we can choose instead of doing this and going the the negative direction and destroying the planet, we can then go down the opposite road and save our planet. And then he it goes on to saying that that these that these hybrid races will will one day be living amongst us right here on the planet. And it's kind of like, see, that's where I got to draw myself back down to earth. Like, do I truly believe in this story, in this timeline? And I go, well, everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm seeing, uh, the vision I had, um, these moments (laughs) doing tarot cards. And when I'm doing tarot card readings, I feel like I'm getting the instruction on how to shuffle the tarot cards from my higher self, from my soul. I, I think if I've channeled something, I've only channeled my soul. I don't think I've channeled an alien. Um, maybe that vision was, but I kind of think that I'm channeling um, my future self, right? Or maybe my highest self. It's literally... <laughs> Um, it's literally like saying to me, take the cards, good shuffle them this way, and sometimes it's bad shuffle them this way, and then it's split them into threes, and then take the ones off the top. Um, how many, how many cards should I pull? One, two, three, four, however it should be. And it it almost feels like 
something um, very familiar to me. That's why I think it's myself, uh, future self, um, talking to me and say, hey, shuffle the cards this way. Here's how you do this reading. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. All right, now follow this path. And there are times, there are moments where it's like, I'm sitting here, I'm kind of stuck. And it's like, all of a sudden it hits me. Bam. Dave, do it. Do a, do a tarot card reading. All right, I'll do a tarot card reading. Then it's like, bam, 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 bam. And it's just like, wow. Am I Am I crazy? Or am I actually talking to a future self or my higher self or or is this, or am I just crazy? <laughs> it's like so I just wanna say, I just wanna put out there before any of this podcasting becomes maybe it becomes famous, but before anything uh totally takes off, I, I I've been wanting to record this one just to kinda say um just to kinda say yeah, I, I do realize that some of it feels crazy and some of it seems crazy. And I am doing the checks and balances of of saying, like, like hey, relax, take it slow, um, take the spiritual side of it, explore explore the interdimensional, dimensional, the interdimensional alien side of it, um, but take it all cautiously. Right, because if I don't take it all cautiously, if I don't explore it at, at a safe rate, um, especially especially if it is all real, <laughs> um, channeling and meditation, um, not as much as meditation, but channeling can be dangerous. Um, if it, especially if it's real, because you could get, you could be channel, channeling dark entities. Um, which is why you want to keep your your vibration higher than the dark entity's vibration. You'll be fine. But there's there's all these things, all these things that I look into, and it's just like slow down. Let's just start with the spiritual side of it. Let's just continue to do the be my highest self. Do the thing that excites me the most. Um, move along this path. And just kind of, kind of wait and see, and that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm at right now, and I'm sharing this with you, not, not, not in the hope that it's real. I'm sharing this with you because I feel like it is. I strongly feel like it is. Like, like it gets in my head and it just sits there and it never goes away until I. I say it out loud or until I put it into recording or until I tell someone about it or until I act upon it. You know, if the vision is me doing something until I act upon it, until I do it, it's just kind of like, it's just kind of like, boy, after that moment, then my brain can move off of that and start exploring the next subject. And, and that, that is precisely where I'm at right now. And it's just like, you know what? I'm going to continue with it. As long as it it doesn't start affecting me negatively or people around me negatively, um why not? Why not continue with it? Why not explore it? Because since since I've started with it, it is something that um that I enjoy. I like doing. And and it's very positive. I I don't feel like it's culty. Like I'm not joining a group. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be saved by by um, 
you know, there's no Kool-Aid to be drinking. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it feels good. It feels, it feels like something, something I, I can run with. And, and you know what? Uh, kind of shape, kind of shape my personality and find myself a little bit, which is the goal, which is my goal right now in life is to find myself, to shape myself, be more honest with myself be more truthful, truthful with myself and everybody around me, and um, try and find some real insight on the meaning of life. Because the other half of it is, um, when we die, we go off into nothingness, and that's that's scary. But I'm okay with that thought. If that's the truth, then I'm okay with it. But I just feel like my soul can't just go off into nothingness that that's the that's the one part of it and and i i strongly believe in a soul i strongly believe in that so um otherwise what is what is controlling not not i don't want to say controlling what is guiding this this meat sack right right this meat sack is the, the my physical body is so like all right it's here for 70, 80 years, and then it dies, and then we become nothing. It's like, I, where did all that consciousness go? And that, that, that's been the question I've been having for a couple of years now. And it's the reason why I switched from um, atheist to agnostic, is my consciousness. Where did my consciousness go? And that's that's a big part of it. And so I just think to myself... It must go into another life, maybe reincarnation. It must go into something, into another body, another dimension, another parallel universe, parallel reality. Um, it can't just disappear. So when I when I say the phrase and when I hear the phrase, you exist, you exist because you exist, because non-existence by definition doesn't exist. To me, that just makes sense. So when I hear it and when I speak it, I think to myself, boy, that's the truth. It feels right. It just strongly feels right to me. And that's how I came up with the podcast, my gift for you. And like I said in other ones, take it, leave it, believe me, don't believe me. Whatever you want to do with my gift, my gift of my podcast to you, you can do it. And... You know, we're kind of getting to that point where at 50 minutes, um, that is the longest I want to make any of these podcasts. So I'm going to take you back out on the boat. Here we go. Um, the same way you came in, the boat on the lake sound.